0: Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Thank you for being here. If you're listening, thank you for listening um, and uh, pushing yourself forward. So uh, this uh, is in Mark chapter 6, verse 2. It says, the next Sabbath, he began teaching in the synagogue. And many who heard him were amazed and they asked, where did you get all of this wisdom and power to perform such miracles? As I was reading that, uh, I, I want to talk for the next couple of minutes about dealing with dishonor uh, and how you can deal with this. Um, and also uh, maybe the the step marks, uh, kind of markers that you can look at and say, okay, this is where... Um, uh, This is where these things are headed so I can head it off at the pass before it gets bigger. Let me get into it now Um, before it gets a major infection where we have to cut off a leg. Let's just get in there and and take care of a little piece of it and get healing. Um, And so I think there's some there's some markers here that I saw as I was reading um, that that we can see as as what is dishonor Um, and uh, and and, and can I say, too, dishonor, uh, maybe um, in, our, uh, in our vernacular today, in, in the words that we say, when we, we, not recording this? When we say um, dishonor, uh, what this means is uh, to us, when we hear dishonor, what we hear is you disrespected me. Mm, yeah. and, and I just want to let you know that's not what this is. And I'm not saying disrespect is good, it's obviously bad. Um, dishonor is a lot different in, in, in what the Bible is talking about right here. It's treating something uh, that should be special, that should be uh, something that you hold in high regard, mm-hmm. and you treat it as common. That's dishonor. Mm-hmm. You, you treat it as it's just something It's, it's, it's not anything that's special in your life. It's not anything that's high in your life. It's not anything that takes precedent. It's not anything that you would, um, you would say is rare. And you would say, I need to protect. These are all words that you give to something that's special. That's something that is, uh, in high regard in your life. And what the Bible would say is you give honor to that. And so I want to talk about uh, these little markers that, that, cre- that, that start creeping into our life, that, give a, uh, that, that allow us to start dishonoring things that we shouldn't, treating things as common uh, that we shouldn't, that aren't common, that should never be average in our life, that should never be something that we uh, would just throw away. So they, they asked... Where did you get all this wisdom and power to perform such miracles? Then they scoffed, uh, scoffed. another word for that, made fun. Then they, uh, they made jokes. Then, in, in, in our words, then they were sarcastic. So I, I, I just want you to get into that mode of understanding. The words that people use sometimes are really markers. And so uh, he's just a carpenter. The son of Mary, the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon, and his sisters live right here among us. So let me back up. First, what, were, what happened? They were amazed. So dishonor, uh, the, the markers of dishonor, dealing with dishonor first What happens is usually people are amazed. This is how they're amazed. They say this. What a sermon. Never heard anybody preach like that. What a church. This is way better than the church I used to attend. You you, you're a leader that is so much better than the last leader that I had. Wow, what a boss. I'm amazed that you're at and and it's not just a compliment it feels like there's something under that compliment that is is like uh it's 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 just not a compliment it's um it's like they're uh grooming you to think like they're thinking and and they start saying stuff to kind of get you uh there it, it, it's it's more than um giving you, buttering you up. It's more, it's, it's even more than manipulation. Uh, sometimes in this context, when people are amazed, um, they want to not just be amazed at what's happening here, but they want you to see how you're better than other people. And they, and they also, they also are so confused, but they, it comes out with amazement about the the wisdom and the power that's coming from you. Because they don't have that in their life right now. But they mistake the wisdom and power that it's actually from you and not from God. So they start saying how great you are. And it starts with amazement. I'm just telling you, when somebody is overly uh, filling you with compliments, that's a marker of something that's not healthy when when somebody is overly I, there is all the room for compliments there's all the room for praise for there's all the room for championing people and complimenting people and, and, and not only, and also celebrating people that's actually really healthy but when it gets past that and it gets into something that like you you just feel like oh i don't this doesn't feel right there's this marker here And so there, Jesus, this amazement. Then then after that happens, uh, then they scoffed. He's just a carpenter. Here's the number two marker of dishonor. Continues with commonality. He's just. How's that sound in our... Our, our world? Well, it's just church. Well, he's just a pastor. He's just a human. See, some people use that um, to, to draw like, hey, I'm not God and no one should look at me as God. That's really healthy and that's really good to have. But when people want to start bringing everybody down to the lowest common denominator by saying, they're just. They're just. They're just. It's just a church. It's just a job. It's just a person. They're just a leader on my team. I'm just starting out. When you make everything common, You won't celebrate anything or anyone and you create an environment of average instead of amazement what you start doing is you start pulling everyone down to your level or even below you because you say you're just a person. So you'll never have anybody speak into your life because you keep saying you're just a, you're just a, you're just a, you don't ever celebrate anybody. And 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 people will not step out into the calling that God has given them because they look at themselves and say, I'm just a, I'm just a shepherd. I'm not supposed to be fighting a giant. I'm just a, I'm just, but I love that David said, no, I'm not just a, I saw God move when I was a shepherd and God will move when I fight a giant. But so he didn't hold his position with this commonality where he said, I'm just a shepherd. I'm just a, this person, I'm just a carpenter. I'm just, these things are markers of dishonor where we start looking and we start seeing, and, and we'll do this on our teams too. So you lead a team and you look at people and they're saying, well, they're just people on my team. No, they're not. They're people that God gave you to disciple, and they're people that God gave you to make better as they're on your team. So don't you dare look at somebody that you're actually leading and that you're actually serving and say, well, they're just a person on my team. If they go, they go. If they stay, they stay. If they serve, they serve. If they don't, they don't. If they come on time or they don't come on time, what's that about? You're starting to build a a whole environment of average instead of an environment of amazement and an environment where... God is moving. And so this is a marker of dishonor where you start dishonoring the people that you're leading. This does not happen just with the people that are the leaders. What we say all the time is we honor up, down, all around. What that means is there's honor for everyone and everything that we do. But when you start saying it's just, oh, it's just a job. I I don't get paid as much as I would if I was at another job, so, you know, I can come late. It's just a job. I, I'm, I'm telling you right there, that dishonor will kill the move of God. And I'll, I'll show it in just a second. It's just a, it, it's poison to our souls. Right. And this doesn't work just in church. This works in your life. Right. So when you look at the, the, the job that you have and you say, oh, it's just a job and you don't treat it with honor, not going to be any miracles there. Because look what happens after this. He's just a carpenter, the son of Mary, the mother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon, and his sisters live here right among us. Look at what happens in the next verse. They were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. What was Jesus doing? Teaching. Teaching. Healing, bringing hope to hopeless situations, bringing heaven to earth. This is what Jesus was doing, and look what they said. Look what 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 happened here. There's another marker of dishonor. It's not. It starts with amazement, and then it's common, and then it is deeply offended. What you call help, they call hurt. when dishonor is now become ripe in somebody's life, what you call help, they'll call hurt. Jesus was trying to help people. And what happened to them? We're deeply offended that you're praying for the healing of sick people. How messed up is that? We're deeply offended. So when you start trying to help people that have dishonor this ripe in their life, they'll start looking at you and thinking that you're trying to hurt them. Why are you having this hard conversation with me? And and it's not just surface; it's deep hurt. And it, and it, and it puts people away. It, 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 this is something, that I, as I was looking at this, I, I thought, man, this is, this is what dishonor does. Dishonor, it brings this deep offense. And offense, when you have offense, it becomes offense to people. Offense becomes offense. And it builds a barrier between people, you and somebody else. So so understand that when you start separating from other people and you start tearing down what God wants to build you and build other people in community. This is what dishonor does. Dishonor starts putting other people against other people. Dishonor, what dishonor does is start saying, you gotta become a part of my camp and you can't be a part of their camp. And you gotta believe what I say and you can't believe what they say. That's what deeply offended people start doing. They start trying to get other people on their side so that they can feel like they're okay and that they don't need to change but the other person actually needs to change. Who is Jesus and why does he think he is what he? is and doing what he's doing. He's just a carpenter. I am so offended that you've taken this kind of position. What is position that Jesus has done? Oh, I'm sorry. He's just starting to heal and help people. But because they're so wrapped up in this dishonor, they can't see that there's actually help that's coming to them. They only see it as hurt. And And I want all of us to see that when dishonor gets this ripe, This works in any situation. It's not just people that you lead and you think, well, they got a little funky and now they're dishonoring and now they're deeply offended and I don't know what to do with them. Do you know as a leader that you can get deeply offended at the people that you're leading? You you can do that too. You can dishonor the people that you're leading. because of some stuff that maybe has happened in your past. You start looking at them as, well, they're, they're just people. And you just start building fences around your life. You don't let people in. You don't let people see the real you. And you hold this deep offense actually against people. This happens in church all the time. Um where pastors actually don't like the people they're pastoring. But they put on a face and they keep preaching on Sundays, but then they talk bad about their church Monday through Saturday. And we all know how sick that is because we've all seen marriages that look like that. They're married, but the spouses talk bad about them, each other behind their back. I've seen pastors do the same thing about their church and I just want to say that that deep-seated offense is just another marker of dishonor and it's so important to honor people and honor the people that we serve and honor the people that we lead and and also if you have leaders honor the leaders that are in your life, honor the people that God has put in your life. Uh, Look at them as not common. It's not just, it's not just a job. It's not just a thing. Because what happens at the very end of, of this is they're deeply offended. And then Jesus goes on to say this, he says, Jesus told them, a prophet is honored everywhere, except in his own hometown and among his relatives and his own family. And because of their unbelief, do you see that? He didn't say because of their dishonor. He said because of their unbelief. So dishonor, when it's finally ripe, turns into unbelief. And with unbelief, you, he couldn't do any miracles among them except to place his hands on a few sick people and heal them and he was amazed at their unbelief. Then Jesus went from village to village teaching the people. I, that unbelief, when, when you have a church, when you have an environment when you have a a, a team that um, is filled with dishonor where um, you've let it go to to such a place that um, it's just everywhere, it turns into unbelief. And this is what unbelief looks like. No one's going for it. There's there's, uh, no people trying new things. There's no new leaders. There's not too many new people. There's not too many new salvations. It's just a lot of unbelief. I don't believe that God's going to move. I don't believe that God's going to do do something. I don't believe that God's going to bring revival. I don't believe that God's going to heal. I don't believe that God's going to bring a new marriage. Why does it matter anymore? I I don't believe that God's going to do anything. And and all of this unbelief has has happened because dishonor was allowed to live. And so you start saying things like this with unbelief. What does it matter if I go to church? What if it matter if I tithe? What if it matters if why does it matter if I serve? And why does it matter if I do all of these things? because you don't believe that any of this really is matter because you never really thought that it was important in the first place because you had never had any honor that it was not just a. It was when you start thinking church is just church, then why do I go to church? Why do I do these things? This is why people who used to serve but got a little messed up in their heart, they, then they just say, well, we just need to get healed and just sit for a while, but they sit for a little bit, but then they stop, stop coming altogether or maybe once a month. or And then, and then after once a month, it comes once every two months. And then once after two months, it starts becoming Christmas and Easter. Why? Because they let dishonor go all the way to unbelief. And now they don't believe that anything is ever going to change, that anything is ever going to be different, that anything is, why do I need to have any of this? And in that environment, Jesus himself couldn't do anything in that town. So when you have dishonor that has lived for so long in your church or in your environment or in your job or in your heart, Jesus himself could walk through the doors of our church at New Heart Church, and I wonder if he could do a lot of miracles or a little bit of miracles. Because we would all expect him to do all the stuff. But what kind of environment do we have at our church? It's why it matters, the atmosphere that we set in church. This is why it matters that we're expectant when church starts. This is why it matters when we have, that's why we have leaders on the outside of our church saying, hey, welcome to church, hand clapping, having cheers, doing all that stuff. When people come in that they feel loved and they feel valued, they feel believed in. This is why it matters that our worship team is practicing, ready to go from song one, not just at song three. Maybe somebody will get some goosebumps and we'll have a good time. They're they're like on it right away because we're trying, trying to create an atmosphere of expectation. And we're trying to create an atmosphere of faith that and really what's that, what that is at the very bottom of it is honor. We honor the house. We honor the church. We honor the time that we're coming. We honor Sunday mornings. It's not common. It's something real special to us. It's not common that somebody walked through the doors of our church on Sunday. I don't care if it's a thousand people or if it's one person. It's not common. It's something that we hold in high yeah. regard, and that kind of environment, God can do a lot of miracles. So I don't think at all we should say, why isn't God doing any miracles yeah. in our environment? Yeah. I should think I think we should ask ourselves: what kind of environment do we have so God can yeah. do miracles? Right. That's how you yeah. honor. Yeah, it's so good. That that's how you rip out dishonor. Yeah. And make sure that you have an environment where God can just freely move. There's miracles everywhere. Because here's the thing, um, the very end the Bible said that he could only do a few miracles. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week, we'll see you then.